Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Falcon fans. You already know what it one is. One timer, one timer, one timers. Sheesh. You already know what it do. One time for the fan. We are back like we never left. Episode 112 for all you hashtag one timers for the hashtag fan club. Falcon fans that's here, uh, not only in support of one time for the fan podcast, but also in support of the Atlanta Falcons. Because why else will we have this podcast? It's only for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that and Bodie's yard cutting skills, apparently. From what I hear. <laughs> Learn from the best. Yeah. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. A lot going on in those departments. We'll get to that later. I'm sure, Bodie had a long day. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, the grass is cut. Sheesh. I'm sure, the HOA will not be putting a letter in his mailbox tomorrow morning. <laughs> But other than that, Falcons fans, we are good. We are great. We are back talking Falcons football with you all. Episode 112. Beautiful day here in Atlanta. So what else can we do to end the weekend otherwise and have a Falcons podcast for all you Falcon fans? And I got somebody here with me on the show. Most of y'all know who this is. Some of y'all don't. For those that do not know, by the end of the podcast, I'm sure you will know who it is. It's the one and only Bodie 3000. <laughs> I wasn't going to introduce nobody else. <laughs> you introduced me, then you said, oh, there you go. That's that, that man go. Uh, what's good, peoples? Um, it's a good Sunday. We all breathing. Let's talk fabulous. It's definitely a beautiful Sunday here in Atlanta. Shout out to everybody wherever you're this checking is, this in. This is the Peaches and Cream episode, episode 112. God. Not episode one. Not. What's that shit? What's his name? Wingo? No, that was. uh. What's the other group? You talking about Drew Hill. I don't know no. that cat's name. Nah, man. Wingo, man. Oh, I, Mike I was in 112. Wasn't it Mike the singer? I don't know. Ask Deshaun. W- Ask Wingo Deshaun. was in uh oh Jagged Edge. There you go. See? In two Atlanta music groups. Yeah. Mixed up. But speaking of music, I mean we ain't gonna break no ice with this, but Billboard did name Outcast as the what number one rap group of all time recently. Yeah. And apparently they said that Atlanta is the home. Of where the music is right now. No New York, no Chicago, no Cali. Not another one, Cali down in Miami. Atlanta, Atlanta. is back on top. That's what they're saying in the media outlets. But Bodie, I mean, we can talk music all day. We can talk Falcons. Which one you want to do? Yeah, I think we can talk Falcons. Shit. Right on point. Shout out to, like Kyle pitched there for a minute. Shout out to, uh, Kiki, Lyrics Mom, in the chat. Shout out to Chase, Dirty Fanatics United, in the chat. Chase just finished up his podcast, too, as well. So definitely head yeah, over man. to Dirty Fanatics United. 
check out Chase's podcast. They are not with us tonight. We have a pre-recorded video tomorrow uh, to drop to you all. And then we have our show coming up this week on Thursday at 8. So, Falcon fans, please uh, be ready for that. We're trying to do the best we can to bring as much content as we can to you all because everybody loves it. So, mm-hmm. might as well just do what we can and bring it to you all. Um, hit that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. I think we just hit 436 or 437 subscribers. Man, Bodie, I remember back when we had five. Seemed like it was just yesterday, man. We've grown so much, you know. So thanks, thanks to everybody here. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a big deal, man. It's, it's a big deal, you know. I mean, you know, Jack tried to ruin the show with that uh, acoustic shit at the end of it. Shit, we gained more subscribers with the acoustic no, cinematic. Didn't. No, don't lie to these people. Don't do that. Don't lie to these people. They don't like that shit. Just they try to put them to sleep. Don't do that. Sometimes, from what I heard in feedback, people bring their kids in the room around that time. Oh, yeah. You got a, was it a survey? Did you put out a survey? Sheesh. Shit. One time for the fans, we're glad that everybody loves acoustic cinematic, which is our outro for now. But for those that do not know, we do have a new outro on the way. So be prepared for that. Can't wait till it gets here, too. So. It's going to be nice. It's going to be nice. Working on it. Working on it. So be prepared, y'all. Falcon fans in the chat. USA versus Canada in the quarterfinal of the Gold Cup. That's soccer, Bodie. That's soccer. Oh, okay. All right. I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> Big game right here for those that's watching. Um, and it's actually going to be pretty cool coming up on our Thursday shows because when Thursday night football is going on, we also have an opportunity to um, – you know, watch the game too as well, chat it up with you all, and talk Falcons football. So be prepared for our Thursday shows. Um, I know in the past it was Wednesday, Sunday and Wednesdays. Now we're moving over to the Thursday night um, time. So just be prepared for that. Falcons fans, body 3000. Falcons yeah. fans in the chat, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. Fans love when we go to the chat because they have questions, they have comments, they have so many things they have to say. And, of course, with all the podcasters and special guests we've had in the past, it's a lot to go over every single comment in the chat. But we love everybody here on One Time. So we are dedicating more time to the chat because we want to make sure you get your questions, you get your comments. And, honestly, there's going to be a time period coming up on some of these shows. It's going to be for y'all. Bring all your questions. Yeah. Whatever you couldn't ask us in the in, in the DM, whatever you couldn't ask us on one time for the Atlanta Falcons Facebook page or one time for the uh, one time for the fans Facebook page or Twitter, mm-hmm. you could bring it here to the podcast. We will read it on the screen and then you give us another topic to talk about because everybody here in this chat wants to talk Falcons, except for that Jaguars mascot, which then again, he comes in here to talk Falcons, right? Now, yeah, he tried to talk Falcons. I don't, I don't know what the hell he's saying, but you know. <laughs> Shit. That is tough. And think about this: like I have the 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 bar right there on the side where the chat is at the top, so I know he's in this chat somewhere. I guess to just scroll down and just get ready to see it. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure we'll get to his comment uh, shortly. But once again, there is a Jaguars fan who like Jaguars around in the chat. So yeah, just just pay. Can't wait till that week. Can't wait till we whoop that Jaguar ass. He wants to be a special guest on the show. I don't know how Falcon fans are going to take it, but uh, 
We'll see. Uh, Deshaun, come on, Deshaun. This is um, <laughs> what's that boy's That's, name? Uh, Chingy. Uh, I know. Is it Chingy? Yeah, Nelly, ain't it? It ain't Nelly, but I know the song. I know the song. That's the uh, dum, 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 and the little kids singing it. Yeah, <laughs> the little kid. Everybody in the video with the chain hanging around the neck. What's this? Uh, what's the boy's name? J Hood or something? Is that your chain? Yeah. That's how the song goes. I don't know. I ain't heard that song in about 15 years, though. Deshaun, you unlocking the past parts of my <laughs> brain that I forgot existed. Fucker fans in the chat, if you know this one, let us know. I said, I know it ain't Nelly, but I know it's somewhere in that Midwest area, because that ain't Atlanta. It ain't that Atlanta. ain't Atlanta. All right, you crucifiers for not knowing Atlanta songs like uh, the other week. But nah, that ain't Atlanta. Not Atlanta. Do your chain hang low? Do it wobble to the flow? Do it shine in the light? Is it platinum? Is it go? <laughs> Throw it on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, how you make it go? God. Now that's what I call music, good. volume eight. Sheesh. You sure they don't kiss, Bob? <laughs> One time for the fan. Wallace Smith is in the building. It's Jibs. Oh, Jibs. Gibbs. Jibs. J is it J Ibs or is it J is it J and then a dot and then the Ibs or what is it? It's not Mims. It's not no. It's Jibs. J I B B S. Jibs. Yeah. So what did Mims? Oh, Mims did. This is why I'm hot. Mims. Yeah, that's Mims. Yeah, R I P Mims. He just passed away too. I think. Oh, he just passed away too. Thank you. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, that's uh, tough. rest in peace. Um, I didn't know about that, but growing up, you hear a lot of these songs, and then you get Deshaun here in the chat dropping some of these lyrics where it's like. It takes you back, man. It takes I'm you lying. back. And that's why he's always here I'm usually just, as the first comment. That man. that man did not die in my bed. He didn't? Oh, <laughs> I'm thinking about somebody else. Come on, man. Now I got to hey, edit man. this shit. Wallace Smith is in the no, chat. You don't. Somebody else. <laughs> hey, mom. We all over the place. Is in the oh, chat. Hey, Lyrics mom had a full day of I love music, though. content. <sighs> you been going off on? She was in... Um, Uncle Steve's show earlier, listening mm-hmm. to Uncle Steve. I think he had a, a panel of some podcasters on there too as well. I was able to catch a little bit. Yeah. Then I had to dip out, but I'm going to try to catch up the rest of the show later. I saw Country was on there, but yeah. it's it's good too as well. I think Smitty was on there, and there was another person they had on there when I was able to jump in. Um, but Kiara was in there watching Smitty's show. Now she, I mean, uh, Steve's show. Now she's over here with us. So hours know. and hours of well, content. My three kids been keeping me busy all day. Just them. It's just been me and them. So, mm. yeah. Fox this fans is free, most free I got right now. I hear them too. Fox fans, hit yeah. that like button. Hit that share button. Hit that subscribe button. Are you on Twitter? Follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to uh, follow us on YouTube too as well. Hit that subscribe button. Facebook, everywhere. I think we're going to start up a threads page soon too because Elon effing up. They have not threads. KD threads. said he threads. He got the uh he got the burn on threads. That's funny. Ain't nothing but 12 people on threads, so we can find you, KD. Don't do that. Shit. Club 112, if you don't know. Jeff, were you at Club 112 back in the day? I guess imagine one. Jeff. It's too long. Yeah, were you doing the bushwhacker? What they call it? And they're paying 60 to get in tonight. <sighs> Better have drink specials. No, Jeff, you just held a wall up. Sheesh. <laughs> Dirty Fanatics Dirty United. Fanatics. What's good? Chase. 
Chase, what's good? Deluxe is in the chat. What's good, fam? What's poppin'? Looks mom said Jagged Edge. Yeah, Wingo. Yeah, Wingo. Only name he know from. Meet me at the altar. Wingo. A weird name. Wingo. We might as well do it. I just ate. All right. What's next? JD, y'all. What are you talking about? Ernest Hall DSGB is in the chat. With the one time hashtag one timers hashtag the fan club, we got the emoji. You can put a clock behind the emoji, it looks real cool in the chat. Telling you, I see it right here on the screen. Hey, hey, low key. Um, I don't think the uh fan club stuck. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Dirty Fanatics United, new outro. You heard it's on the way, Chase. Budget going up. Mm. Mm. Got taxing more for screen time, Jeff Wolf. Shit. Need, need to make a sign on. one time uh, for the fans. We'll thing. hang it from the club level in Detroit. What you got there, buddy? I was just saying the sound thing. I should have got it months ago. I still ain't took it out the box. Uh oh. Sound one time for the fans making moves. Gonna be out here cutting the food. Uh oh. Get ready, Falcons fans. You never know what's yeah, gonna every happen. Every time Jackson say some ridiculous shit, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna hit that button. Be like, nah, fam. Nah, mm. fam. Nah, 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 fam. God. Tell me we gotta get a DJ segment going on here for Bodie now. <laughs> I'm hit that button like a mother. So the sign, if we can get that banner made, definitely Jeff Wolf. I'd love to give it to you. Hand right there on row one. But I gotta make two because I'm gonna be on row one on the other side. I'm sure you know how we rock when we go out here to these away games. Uh mm. we love those row ones. Love them. Easiest way to hit the field after the game. Not just playing. Yeah. Don't get arrested. DSGB Hall said Jibs. Jib? Yeah, Jib. Gibbs? Jibs? Jibs. 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 I suppose. Atlanta supporter is here representing. Said, can't wait to week one. Bodie, can you You wait? You and me both. You have to say, you and me both, man. Oh, God. Mm. God damn. B. John, go out there and rush for 250 yards. Mm. Yeah. The good thing about it is, like, we love talking with the chat, and you can see from Atlanta supporter um, to Lyric's mom, to Jeff Wolf, Grandizer, Lisa Shepard, Country, everybody who's in the chat, they're here because they love to talk Falcons football. You're probably sitting at home. There's something Falcons-related nearby you. If you look to your left, probably a Falcon hat. Look to your right, probably Falcon shirt. Who knows? But we do know that everybody here wants to see the team win, right? And that's what we do on One Time for the Fan is talk positive about the Falcons and the winning aspect because we know every team is going to lose a game. That's going to happen. But we're going to find ways to see how can the Falcons win the next game, not just bash them on their loss. So here on One Time for the Fan, we support the Atlanta Falcons. We support the organization. We want the team to win. Every fan in this chat here wants the team to win. But when I tell you about the level of excitement that we have from Kiki to Chase to Bodie to me, when it comes to waiting for this moment, week one, Bruh. and then the support, you hit it right there in your head. First comment you drop in here is can't wait till week one. Now we're talking about week one. I'm, I'm excited. I want to get to the bins <laughs> next week, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. And see this ass whooping. But we have a couple weeks, uh, a couple months left. Um, before football gets started, I think we're less than 60 days or 65 days now. Mm, today is uh 60 days from today. 
until the NFL season starts. So, yeah. Look, I'm so excited. I can't even. Oh, he's playing. <laughs> Lisa Shepard said, hey, y'all from Block and Dirt. Hey, Lisa. Granddad's a 12 is in the chat. Say, yo, 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 rise up. Mm. Going old school. Too legit to quit. quit. Hitting that like button <laughs> to always show support. We thank you. Appreciate that, Grand brother. Granddad's a 12. Appreciate that. that I can't Grandmaster Flash. Grandmaster Flash. I thank you, brother. Blind to the pizza of mankind. Yeah, that was, let me stop. That was stupid. That was stupid. <laughs> we got our topics. We got some stuff coming up here, Falcons fans. I know some people want to talk, but the chat is going crazy. We love getting to the chat. And we have to spend more time on the chat because the chat is what makes the podcast. One time for the fan is for the fan. Y'all are the fans. We are the fans. We're going to talk about That's some surreal. fan shit. We're going to get into That's it. Surreal. Listen, Shepard. Yeah, it was Big Low. Smitty, Alberto, and another fan from Atlanta Bird Gang. They were mm-hmm. on for three hours. Oh, shit. Falcon fans have a lot on our minds. We should, mm. Bodie. We should. We should. Got a lot to come because I, I I walked into the store the other day mm-hmm. and there's some Falcon stuff on uh, display, and I saw somebody walk by and said, "Them trash ass Falcons. They mm. suck. They're sorry." And I'm mm. just sitting there shaking my head, bro. I'm like damn. And then he pulled out his Georgia's driver's license. <laughs> hey, that's how it be, dog. They was winning, you know. He'd be like, "Oh, the Falcons, I gotta get that shirt." You know what I'm saying? It just got changed the narrative, and it start week one. Tell you, we we all have those in our groups. We all have them somewhere around our friends list, social media, contact, whatever. People is gonna say Falcons, they're trash. We don't like them, and they're living in Atlanta, right? Yeah, they've been here their whole life. Actually, football fans, but. They're not fans until we win it. You know, fair weather. I'm going to say from from who I am, like, I rep the Falcons. Like, that's my team. Like, ever since the first day I've ever repped the Falcons, I haven't repped another football team. Right. So mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, buying merch and supporting the Falcons, I don't have a Panther hat in my, uh, my team store. I call it my team yeah. store. Team I don't have a Jaguars shirt in my team store i don't have a even for the hawks i don't have a toronto raptors hat in my team store because you know i'm not that type of person i know some people like to rock and i'm not hating i'm not hating i'm just saying some people like to rock a nice you know fit with the hat that matches the fit it might not even be your team hat but some people say oh i wear that charlotte Hornets hat because it goes with this fit no i ain't wearing that shit Oh, you die, you dumb die. Hard. I represent the Hawks. I represent yeah, the Falcons. I, I represent that. the dogs. It's like it's like you, the Georgia fan, putting on a damn Bama hat because it goes with your, never. your crimson tie color <laughs> outfit that you got on. That. Fuck that look. Look, like. look, look, look. I, I, I'm I get into it now. I'm a little different. I, I got other teams, but like this shit gotta be flies, gotta whatever. But it's not my rival teams, mm-hmm. and it's not like you know. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's like old stuff. Like the old jerseys, I wear the Jordan jerseys. No problems with the throwbacks. Era. Throwbacks are perfectly throwbacks. fine. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't really rock modern day uh, players like that. I mean, I got a couple. But are you there. going to the store right now? Are you going in the mall right now to Lids and buying a Detroit Lions hat because you have a blue polo shirt? Not at all. No, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. When it comes to football, it's kind of weird. When it comes to football, I only wear five stuff. I can't wear nothing else. 
unless hell i got the jerseys but i don't wear them i just got them just because um <laughs> but nah i i can't I would some not. people will throw on that colt's blue polo no the colt blue jays and Mm-mm. put on the colt hat talking about they repping the doggone chiefs <laughs> hey i'll tell you one thing though that that uh them headphones you got on them look very carolina pantherish it's kind of yeah. oh these yeah yeah, yeah. oh these Looking very carolina pantherish take them off and give shit. <laughs> do like this for the rest of the show <laughs> you can't even hear me right now can you <laughs> don't fan check me can't even don't hear fan me. check me Bodie. <laughs> He said, "Hell no! Why'd you come back and he uh take a, a sharpie to them things and just it be red and black?" <laughs> oh God, Matthew Bass is in the chat. Rise up, fellas! <laughs> Rise up, Matthew! <laughs> Atlanta supporters here. Uh, Atlanta Falcons looking scary. Three thirty. Tell you, Bijan done flipped his team on the upside down, bro. I'm telling you, Uncle Steve's lounge is here. Uncle Steve. Steve. Y'all ain't got two more hours? <laughs> shout out y'all Steve, doing it, big. Hey, man, shout out to y'all, man. I'm trying y'all to get Bodie to do one-hour show. You over here doing three-hour show. What the, What's going on? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, sitting at, I'm sitting over here at 803 waiting to see if Bodie going to show up. What time are you going to be? <laughs> ain't no traffic today. Let's see what's going on. That's tough. One time for the fam, man. Shout out to Uncle Steve. In the chat, Lisa Shepard, three dirty is in the chat. Lyrics, mom is in the chat. Big Ant is in the chat. Big Ant is in the chat, homie. That's good. What you got in my forty, homie? <laughs> Big Ant is in the chat. Question, question. How many running backs will the well will make the Falcons roster? Hmm. I think they're gonna go with the same thing from last year. They're gonna go with four. I'm looking at four. They're gonna go with I'm four. At, I'm looking at four. CP, no. Bijan, Taylor, uh, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler, and a mystery back. <laughs> mystery, the mystery back. I wonder who that could be. Hey, you gotta be prepared because we don't know about Huntley's situation, and Avery Williams is out for the Tyler year. Who wasn't used much in that running back role, more like a specialist, yeah. helped him out in like third and one random plays when people random. wasn't expecting Avery to be back there. He was probably used less than 10% in the running back role last year, more yeah. in the special teams. CP heavy, Tyler heavy, Bijan heavy. But once you put CP in a couple of roles where he might be in a wide receiver formation this year, you put Bijan in a bunch of plays where he's going to be getting a lot of snaps this year. And mm-hmm. and Tyler, mm-hmm. who takes the load off of those three? I know you guys not might not want to care about it, but the way the Falcons might run this scheme, let's just say Tyler can't play week two, and you're going with more CP and Bijan. Who is the other running back? That's the it thing, is a though. big question. It's a question because um, you got to have a dog back there. I think they're going to run four running backs, um, but you know those three are going to take the loads off each other. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how that's going to happen. But we're going to have another dog, whether it be Huntley, whether it be Mystery running back number whoever. You know we're going to have somebody back there. But I, I almost certain if I had to bet, I'm betting man. I say we got four running backs into the season. Hmm. Hmm. John, Lucy, thank you for that question. Don't forget, bring your questions and comments to the chat because we do want to answer them. We want to talk about what you guys have to say here with the Falcons fan base. We're about to go ahead and start getting to our topics of the day because one name we haven't mentioned much 
here on the podcast, Falcons player, we have to apologize to him because yeah. this player right here is going to be a big part of this defense. And we haven't really talked about him since the Falcons brought him uh, to the Atlanta Falcons this year in free agency. But we're going to talk about some JB3 tonight. We're going to talk about some JB3. Yeah. And you know why we ain't talked about him? Because we know that position is locked the F up. We ain't got to worry about that. JB3 going to go out there and do his job. We, we, we got a safety. We got the best damn safety in the league, you ask me. So we ain't had to talk about him. We ain't worried. Is, is JB3 going to show up this year? No, we ain't got to do all that because we know. We know what we got. Lyrics mom's in the chat said, heck, my daughter's dad bought her a Colts jersey. Ew. <laughs> and I said, nah, keep that at your house. But luckily, she don't like the Colts anyway. And that's one oh. thing for kids. Some of these folks out here trying to get these kids on board with some of these stinking ass teams. Y'all, disrespectful. That's what, that's what the damn child services need to be investigating. Yeah. What's going on? How, how dare you give your kid a Saints jersey at the age of four? How dare you? He trying to he trying to switch up Kiki's daughter on the team. Ain't that a you should have just took him like thank you and just threw it in the fire. Just the colors alone should be investigated. Crazy. I mean, I get my son that red and black shirt. He said. <laughs> I'm a Falcon fan? I said you were born a Falcon fan. <laughs> it was in you before you even knew it. day one. But yeah. just imagine as a Saints fan, you getting a black and gold. You don't even know what that other color is. You're four years old. Look at this. I want to see that. Terrible. Disgusting. We used the Colts. We used the Colts jersey. We flipped it with the Saints. I just want to just put that in there, Kiki. She's probably like, no, nah, I'm talking about the Colts. Nah, I'm talking about the Saints. Yeah, we about to talk about the same too. But yeah, shout out to uh, Kiki too as well. And I know, you know, yeah, um, he wasn't trying to do nothing, you know, wrong by buying his daughter. Yeah, he was. He knew. He knew. He had to know that Kiki is. He knows Kiki's a diehard fan. He trying to switch her. Kiki said, (laughs) "Not not even a house divided." A Colts fan and a Falcon fan, not even a house divide. It's like AFC, no. NFC. Like, there's no where, where's the beef, where's the rivalry. Yeah. I can see more. Your dad's a Saints fan, your mom's a Falcons fan, or your dad's a Bucks fan, your mom, your dad's, your mom's a Panther fan. That type of beef. That's different. Yeah, like same division, house yeah. divided type shit. Yeah, that ain't even it. Who talks about? Just imagine having your. But just imagine having your your dad be a, a Falcon fan, your mom a Patriot fan. I, get out. <laughs> Go, oh just go and uh, leave. Every if there's a Patriots fan down here in Georgia, I question your life. I, have, I know a couple, I know a couple. <laughs> Never been. And here's the funny thing some people are watching this podcast right now that know me and some of these other chats and probably know who this Patriot fan I'm speaking of. But I've asked him multiple times, You've never been to Foxborough, you've never been to Massachusetts, you've never been to Boston one time. Mm. Never been ever in that area. No, why do I need to go? Why, why wouldn't you want to go if you're a diehard Patriot fan, as you say? Man, I'm just down here in this hating ass city. This, what are you talking about? Like the city raised you. But you were. Mm, if I can go to New England, but you've never been to New England. 
All them Tom Brady years. He ain't even there no more. Now they stink. It's the Brady stuff. It's the Brady stuff. Brady had people left and right. I remember Patriot fans that I knew, like Die Hard in Boston, were telling me they don't want no more outside supporters. Like they're good in Boston. They're perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. But random people just, oh, yeah, I've been a Tom Brady fan for years. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> I ain't going to hold y'all. Y'all don't know already. Um, I'm a Laker fan. And yeah, I've been to LA. And no, no, it's Kobe with me. Kobe. You there are fans here in this Kobe. chat that are Laker fans, Warrior Kobe. fans. Basketball is a different reason. story, right? Versus football. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it's totally different, right? Yeah, College it's, basketball, it's too. College basketball, I like Gonzaga. You probably be like, how the hell did Gonzaga get in this? Because I think Gonzaga's a decent team. I mean, they play in one of the worst divisions in college basketball, but they somehow always win their conference, make it to the to, to the March Madness. They just haven't been able to to reach that uh, next level of, 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 of winning that bad boy. But they will. I mean, you're an Adam Morrison fan. Shout out Adam Morrison. Yeah. The former Laker. You had to throw that in there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. One, time for the fan. Chat is lit. We're talking about a lot here tonight. We got to basketball. We talked about uh, uh, what the the fans got going on. Um, It's a lot when you're dealing with one time for the fan because we want to make sure fans here have a good time. And now, of course, it's time to get straight to it because we came here to talk some Falcons football, and we all want to talk some Falcons football. So, Bodie 3000. <laughs> it's crazy. 30 minutes in, and we're getting to it. Because that's what the chat does. That's what we're talking about. Hey, I love it. I love it. I'm not even The chat can take up the entire show. Bruh, I love it, man. I love the chat. I love all y'all, man. This shit is excellent. I like oh, this. The chat yeah. can take up the entire show, and that's the good thing about it, because we want the questions. We want the comments. Hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit the subscribe button. Tag your Falcons friend, tag your Falcons family. I believe we're at 430-something now subscribers. We're trying to get to 450. That was the goal, right, Bodie? 450 yeah. before week one. Before week one, absolutely. Back when we was at 400 a couple weeks ago, or a month ago, I think. 450 before week one. I believe we're like 10 or 12 away. So do us a favor. Help us out. You don't have to give no money. Mm-hmm. We open you to, to open up your checkbooks or, <laughs> or credit cards or whatever. Yep. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Help us get to 450. Hell, help us get to 1,000. That's what we really want to get to. But at the yeah, end man. of the day, we're all diehard Falcon fans here. We all want to see the team win. Now let's get to it. We just, just want to spread some of this, this Falcon love to everybody. We just want everybody to just get some of this. So that's all. That's all. That always. Is, always. Grandizer, we'll definitely get to your question here shortly. Bodie. Yes, sir. Let's get straight to it. <laughs> JB3. Yep. A name that we have not talked about here on one time for the fan. Yeah. Lyrics mom, Jeff Wolf, Jalen Jones, anybody who's in here in the chat. Uh, her her name ain't Lyrics Mom. What's her name? Kiki. No. What's oh, her sorry. name? Talking about, talking about no, I, oh, talking about Kira Darian? No. Oh, 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 snap. No. He's talking about Desbiana Bates. Thank you. God. Sheesh. <laughs> Well, you stomped me worse than Deshaun. Around the world with that. I was going to get down to her whole full government. They had her middle name right here. Please, too. Like, don't put a social uh, on here. Nobody does. Calm down. You talking about she lives at 265 Foxwood Trail, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm talking about Desbiana Bates, you know. 
all the Falcon fans here in the chat know (laughs) here on One Time for the Fan, we haven't talked much about JB3. And it's time to get to it because a couple of interviews and some videos that came out recently with JB3. Uh, I think there was a small podcast too with Tori McElhaney. You know how they do like these little Falcons quick bites. Some of your favorite players type of stuff. JB3 had a lot to say and we never talked about it on one time no, for the fans. We didn't. So much going on with the Falcons that we try to put as much content out there, bring up topics and all these things to talk about, but we missed what JB3 had to say. Uh, and Kiki three. knows you don't miss what JB3 has to say. See her last name. That's Bianca Bates. Bodie. <laughs> It's on purpose. <laughs> look, began said, "Not the whole government, yeah, <laughs> the whole thing with the address and the social security too is ridiculous." He just kept going. I'm like, "Dang, man. big Aunt, me and Bodie gonna go back to the huddle. We're gonna discuss this for next <laughs> yeah, year. We're gonna figure this one out." <laughs> Here go Bodie. Look, when I say what the name is, you got to get the nickname. Okay? <laughs> on three, break <laughs> and go. This be. Oh, I'm sorry, Desbiana Ellis Bates. Oh God, <laughs> we're getting there. We haven't talked much about JB three, and of course the homie Bodie three thousand. Uh, when we came up with this show here tonight, he was like, "Man, let's, talk, let's chop it up on JB." You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fans want to talk about the new member of the Atlanta Falcons, one of the newest members. Can't beat it that you have one of the top flying safeties. Now playing here in Atlanta, I believe he's top five, top three safety. Definitely top, definitely top five in the top NFL. Five safety, yeah. You went from, from Richie Grant and Jalen Hawkins to now Jesse Bates and Richie Grant, and possibly a little bit of Jalen Hawkins in there too. We'll see what the training camp goes through. Yep. But Bodie, why did you bring up this JB three conversation? What's going on in your head, brother? Man, all I know is. I was strolling the internet, you know, and um, this little sound bite came up, this little short, and they asked, they asked his brother, they was like, uh, what's your favorite interception? And he didn't hesitate. Mm. He said, David Carr, interception. Mm. <laughs> he said that so fast. <laughs> like, like it was like innate, like he's like, oh, I ain't got to think about it, David Carr. So that's beautiful. You know what that means? David, Derek, or Darren, which one? I mean, whatever that dude name in in uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know this guy's name. In the Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. <laughs> Derek Carr. I definitely said David Carr. This is not uh Houston in um oh, 2003. Shit. Anyway, yeah, Derek Carr. Um, he didn't hesitate to say Derek Carr's name, and I thought that was hilarious because you know he picked him off, and it was a beautiful interception. I don't know if y'all gotta go back and see. Um, when he jumped that route and went on the ground or whatnot, but uh, yeah, it 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 just was something about that mm-hmm. stuck with me. I'm like, okay, now you get to face Derek Carr, um, two times a year and many more interceptions to come, hopefully. So, uh, that was uh, that was funny to me. Here's the thing. Falcons fans, when it comes to JV3 being an, uh, a member of the Falcons now, if you're going over your defense being aggressive, 
right? You're going to your defense, getting on the field, and getting those three and outs. There's going to be a lot of times where you know they're going to pass the ball. As a fan, as a player, as a coach, hell, even the cheerleaders know they're getting ready to pass the ball. Mm-hmm. You need somebody, and this is no shot to Richie or Jalen, you need somebody who is very good at what they do on the field yeah. in certain situations. That's why everybody has their fan favorites, and A.J. Terrell has where he is right now from being a rookie to where he is now, and then Grady Jarrett, how he excelled. You need people on the field to get the job done. Jesse Bates' career has shown that he has been able to get the job done playing that position. No shot at Richie, no shot at Jalen. No. But when you're listing the safeties in the NFL, there's a reason why, if you go back to what I just said about JB3, He's top five in the league. The intelligence, the the the, the, the way he's able to the, the leadership, mm-hmm. way he's able to a locker room presence, coke some of these young guys from Cincinnati that he was that was able to help with coming over here to Atlanta now, knowing that you still have a young team, even though you got some new bodies in the building. JB3 can be a voice in the backfield that secondary that you needed for a long time. We're talking about when Seattle fans had Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. We're talking about how Charger fans feel right now with Derwin James. Right? We're talking about how yeah. uh what was the buddy name from, from the Eagles years ago? Um, um flying flying Brian. Oh, Brian, uh Daw- Dawkins? No, no, yeah. Doc was Brian, it Dawkins? Dawkins, yeah. Brian Dawkins. You're talking about certain positions where players knew that dude back there in the backfield. Oh. Problem. Yeah, we talking about some. Uh, we talking about some Palomalu type stuff. Troy Palomalu, players that you know had their presence. I wasn't. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not hating. I just didn't hear that for Richie or Jalen. I heard it when he was coming out of the draft for Richie. Mm-hmm. Oh, UCF second round pick. UCF had a solid team that year. Richie was he was a beast in college. Perfectly fine. But when he got to the NFL. I didn't hear that like I hear it for JB3. Why do you think fans were calling for that safety in the free agency? Yeah. The two players that we asked for was Der- was Deron Payne and Jesse Bates. Why did we ask for Jesse Bates? You need that leadership in the backfield of that secondary. You need it. Yeah. No knock to Richie or, J- or Jalen. They just wasn't on the same page when we needed them. Mm-hmm. It hasn't nothing to do with you know, their play on the field, how they practice. I mean, sometimes it's, it's experience. It's about being in certain situations you know that you can handle. I don't think Richie Grant and Jesse ba- and, and uh, Jalen Hawkins, that New Orleans game wasn't on the same page. Both New Orleans games, first half, second half of the first game. And then if you mm-hmm. go to that New Orleans game down in New Orleans, first half, hell, the whole game, it just wasn't on oh the same God. page. Oh, God, we got burnt roasted. That, that, <laughs> that tight end for the Saints, I was sitting there like, what the? What is going on here? Yeah, I wanted to go on the field. Cincinnati's game is another one. Browns game, not Browns game. I think uh, Chargers game is another one. Mm-hmm. But the calling for Jesse Bates and then us now having Jesse Bates as a member of the Falcons has really boosted the defense. And to hear Jesse Bates mention that Derek Carr, a guy that he will be playing against twice this year, Mm-hmm. Is one of his favorite interceptions ever. I mean, Derek Carr, that should strike fear in your little heart. <laughs> you thought you you thought 
Derek Carr thought he was scot-free living or, or, or leaving the, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders and saying, you know what? I'm going to go to the NFC South. Yeah. They ain't got no quarterbacks. They ain't got yeah, Brady out there no more. Ain't no Matt Ryan. Nah, he's going to be Brees. big shit. Mm-hmm. It's me and the Saints. Oh, oh snap. Falcons got Desmond Ritter. <laughs> Look at my stats versus his. Oh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> okay. Well, what you didn't realize, Derek Carr, is a player that you hate playing against, probably, is now playing for the Atlanta Falcons. You'll see him twice a year. So when you think of throwing the ball, you need to remember the guy who's looking right at you on the other side of the field, behind the defensive line, behind the linebackers. Hell, he might even be up in the box looking dead at you in your damn face up in that center. But he knows that Derek Carr, chances are, is going to throw him a pick. Some way, somehow. He's going to throw a pick. Yep. And it's going to be going right to me. Bodie, I'm glad you brought this up when it came to Jesse Bates' uh, favorite interception. Because uh, if you look back at the interception, he read Derek Carr from the moment the ball was snapped. Like a book. Like a book. Derek Carr remember that play. When you got safeties like Jesse Bates, who roams the field so well, disguises the coverage so well. Able to double team wide receivers so well. I've seen plays. I'm sure you can see the highlights. Quarterbacks throwing the ball 30 yards down the field, lobbing it. Receivers there. Up oh, there goes Jesse. <laughs> you need that safety presence in the backfield. Buddy, when was the last time we had a safety of this type of, of, of level of just expertise in the backfield? Um, Willie Mo. Willie Mo. D block Willie Mo. D block Willie Mo. Shot Willie Mo. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's I been say, some years, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's been some years. I mean, we wanted um, Keanu Neal to be that guy, but it didn't work out. You know, he was just fast and physical, fast and physical, but it just Wait, didn't work Dan out. Dan Quinn, fast and physical, or Atlanta Falcon, <laughs> fast and physical? I think he's more Dan Quinn, fast and physical. Fast mm. and physical. Dan Quinn loved that dude. Um, that's yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but I mean, the last good safety I remember us having is Willie Moe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even think he was on Jesse Bates' level, didn't know disrespect to Willie Moe, but Jesse Bates is a notch buck. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't see Jesse Bates as a thumper either. I remember you mentioned that when you did the Jalen Hawkins Bodie's breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I don't see Hawkins, I don't, I don't see Bates as a thumper, I'm sure. I've seen some tackles now. He can lay a couple hits here and there, but I see him more roaming the field in coverage and pass deflections, double teaming wide receivers when need to be double teaming, interceptions, chase down, things that you need him to do that a safety is supposed to do otherwise and just make the big hit. Yeah. He's a um, he's an all-around safety. Of course, in first three, I think his first three seasons, he had 100 tackles mm-hmm. in the season. Um, he He hasn't. In his first four of his first five seasons, he had three picks, mm-hmm. nothing less than three picks. So, like, he's a ball hawk. He's a wrong. He's a tackler. He's good in coverage. He he doesn't have many, much weakness. I mean, mm-hmm. say he ain't the fastest guy. He ain't gotta mm-hmm. be. I mean, he's smart. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it just he just one of the better safeties you could never have. Like, plus he's a 93 in Madden. Sheesh. He's a leader in the locker room, too, as well. 
Um, and he's a great person from what I hear from some of the people that's around him that I've talked yeah. to. He's a great person. But I remember that Cincinnati game last year thinking to myself, man, if we get Jesse Bates, Oh, dude. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Just think about last year when you wanted some of these players in a Falcons uniform and Jesse Bates was one of the names. I'm sitting in the yeah. Bengals stadium like look when when well, Cincinnati we, when they beat our ass, I was like, that's probably taking Jesse Bates from me. I said, I said we got to get Jesse Bates. <laughs> and then going into that Washington game, I said, Yeah. I said, Yeah, Payne, ball out, ball out. We got the cash. We're gonna pay you. Don't worry about it. Didn't happen. But Jesse yeah. Bates happened. And that yeah. right there puts into what I was looking for. The Cincinnati game, seeing them beat us, seeing Jesse Bates play on the field, like, man, I need that in Atlanta yeah. to help the Falcons. Then going to the video when Jesse Bates was hanging out with AJ and there was in like the club or the bar or something with the agent in the offseason. Yeah. And people were like, wait a minute, where are they at? Check the location, check the location. They're in Atlanta. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's going to happen. But then it did happen. And now yeah. Falcon fans are really excited. I'm sure the JB3 jerseys are flying off the racks. Everybody's showing up there. Week one against the Panthers knowing Bryce Young may be the number one pick in the NFL. All right, cool. He did come from a, a solid college from Alabama. He had a great career. All right, cool. But you're in the NFL now, and you got to know some of these players that you're playing up against. Yeah. If I'm in the NFL and I've never played against Aaron Donald and I play offensive line, I'm going to listen to whoever's telling me what to do against Aaron Donald because they've probably played against Aaron Donald before. So I think Bryce Young might want to look at the the, the Falcons team and say, there's a safety back there that means business, uh, Panthers. We we might want to get the ball away from him. Or even Calais Campbell. Huh? I was saying that's cool because we got other folks who can eat. That's the thing. If you scared of one side, if we shutting down one side of the field or the deep half of the field or whatever, and you scared of Jesse Bates, that means that you're feeding right into our hands. We want you to do this. And we anticipate you doing this so AJ can eat, so Hayward can eat. So, you know, everybody, Akuda, I say Hayward. Hayward ain't here no more. Uh, Akuda. That was tough. Yeah, that's tough. I, I, I miss Hayward. But, uh, yeah, so feeding right in our hands. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Look at the overall view of the defense, Falcons fans, when we get to the next topic here. Jesse Bates, top five safety in the league. Mm-hmm. AJ Terrell, top five corner in the league. I'm going to throw Akuda into that mix of saying, you know, top 15, top 20. Don't forget, there's a lot of cornerbacks in the NFL. Yeah. A lot of corners. I'll throw mm-hmm. Jeff Akuda in saying that he's decent enough to be in my top 20 range. He got right? the skills. Yeah. But look at your defense around that with Calais Campbell, and Grady Jarrett, and Zoe Carter, Honor the Bikati. Mm-hmm. Trey Anderson, you're gonna have teams wondering where we should throw the ball and why we're doing this. You're gonna have quarterbacks pissed to know he has to go into this formation, call the play. Oh, sorry, go into the huddle, call the play, go out there, look at the formation, and say, "Oh, the Falcons getting ready to pick this shit." All right, here we go. Because they ran the play in practice and they didn't run it good enough, but they're gonna try it in the game. And the Falcons defense has upgraded from what they were last season. Yeah. Jesse Bates roaming the field. Richie Grant's now Richie Grant now being more into the box, probably playing that uh, that extra help for run support if needed. Jeff Akuda, AJ Terrell, Mike Hughes, D. Alford. Man, this defense has gotten much better. I'm not going grits blitz, 
but I'm going more than 40 sacks. And I'm going and more than 40 sacks on my paper is a playoff team. Easily. Easily. And I'm I'm going um I'm definitely going more than 40 sacks. And I'm definitely going like uh under like people are gonna play us and they're gonna underestimate us all year, especially uh our division rivals, especially the Saints. I think they, they're gonna underestimate us. You know, <laughs> if you had Brady and Breeze still in the division, maybe it's a little bit different looking at our defense. Like, okay, guys, you guys got to be on your shit. Like, you still have some, you, have, you still have two very good quarterbacks in the division. Yeah. But there's no Brady. There's no Breeze. It's Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, and Derek Carr. Sheesh. And some people will say, well, Desmond Ritter. All right, throw him into the mix too. And then go look at the team. Falcons probably have the the best team in the NFC South right now, on paper. I think the Panthers know that. I think the Saints know that. I think the Bucks know that. Falcons built to go. Falcons right now. They built to go. If you're thinking, if any coach or from any other team outside the Falcons is thinking like how we're thinking right now, like Bodie just said, the Falcons are built to go and to go win. Panthers have to look and say, okay, we got Bryce Young. Rookie quarterback. All right. Let's try it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, they Baker are. Mayfield. That's tough. As a Bucks fan, right. that's tough right now. He going into a conversation those saying heads Baker Mayfield's your quarterback. Practice. Yeah, it's bad. I'm not talking about on the level of well, Desmond Ritter's your quarterback. No, just Baker Mayfield's whole track record. Like it's just just reeks horribleness. But then you guys talking about 12 and 5. Fuck out of here. See, and that's the thing. They don't know about Desmond. Nobody, they don't know what to expect from Desmond, especially people not in this circle. So I don't even need Desmond to give me 300 yards with this team. 225, 250 in that range. Hell, you can get you can scrape 200 if you want to. I know he's smart enough to do to do you gotta be smart enough to do what you're doing so that way there's not 212 yards in the fourth quarter with three picks and one touchdown, and you're Mm -hmm. losing by four. There's ways that you can set up this team, Coach Smith, to where you don't need to lean everything on Desmond Ritter. It's not Matt Ryan in his prime. But if you go back and look at some of those plays that Matt Ryan made in his prime, some of us were lucky to have him. <laughs> I tell you, yeah. I don't, I, I, we ain't win no Super Bowl, but I'm, I was excited for some of those years of going in there as a fan watching that team play. Uh, we knew we had a, a MVP leading our team of. One of the best quarterback in Falcons history leading our team. Wasn't worried about nothing. We knew we was pretty much going to be winning. Uh, the, just tried to get over that hump. Bodie, the rumor in Vegas is um, apparently two hundred or three hundred dollars can get you about twenty five thousand if Desmond Ritter wins the MVP. Would you take that bet? You said twenty uh, five. Well, how much? Again? It's like two hundred dollars put down can get you twenty five thousand if Desmond Ritter wins the MVP. I'm sure. To- yeah. If I if I didn't have to uh, pay my car note, of course I'd take that. Bet. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing though. That's the thing. They didn't believe. I don't know. I want to take it back to y'all. Uh, freaking. I guess you remember the 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 Rams with Kurt Warner, greatest show on turf. They didn't know what Kurt Warner was. Kurt Warner was he was an undrafted guy. He had just finished bagging groceries. They picked him up. 
he ended up starting. It was they the quarterback was unsure, mm-hmm. but they had everything else. Okay, mm-hmm. that the offense was a mother. You know what I'm saying? They, they was rolling. So I I see it like that. I see that you know, Kurt Kurt Warner could be Desmond Ritter could be our Kurt Warner. That'd be dope. And if he is going to be that, that means the Falcons should have a Super Bowl on the way soon enough. Can you smell it? Atlanta supporters mentioned it earlier that they're going <laughs> to win. Oh, here it is. One day the Falcons will win multiple Super Bowls. Damn we right. will be like the Chiefs one day, Falcons fans. We will have those Steeler and Cowboys rings too as well. Yep. Every dog has its day. Grand Eyes are 12 as we get ready to go to our next topic. Chat is going crazy. We're going to get to y'all soon, too, as well. I have the timer on right now. It says 22 minutes left for the show. The timer is on. No more 30-minute uh, outros over here. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Sade for that, too, last week. She was like, I love this show. I love it. You said we're going to stop 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Hey, that's your ass. We're talking Falcons. Hey. Don't let nothing breaking news happen as we're stopping the show. Oh, Uncle Steve mode. Another two hours. Three hours. Yep. (laughs) Channel your inner Uncle Steve. Hey. They have a great podcast, too, over there as well because they talk Falcons football. There's a lot of content creators that has a lot of podcasts, too, as well. I know there's a bunch of them in the chat. A couple people on YouTube. ATL Will just dropped a, a crazy hype video that's going crazy on Twitter right now, Bodie. And we just had Will on the show the other day. Yeah, we did. Shout out Will. Free condo country. Uh, going down the line, they got uh, out of your fucking mind. Uh, 95 North. If I'm missing y'all, I'm sorry. It's almost nine. Yeah. But you know we love talking with Falcons fans. We have a lot of special guests who's been on our show. We have a lot more special guests coming up to the show, either on our crew show, Thursday night football podcast show on Thursdays, or we have the show here as well. Mondays, you never know, during the week we might have a pop-up show. But uh, just continue doing what you can to uh, represent the Falcons fan base, all you content creators. Grand after 12, question, is there a past Falcons seasons do you recall? There being this much excitement and hope? For an upcoming season? If so, which year? Shit, 2001? <laughs> Shit. Grand well, after, my head. I, I would say, okay, so we did pick Matt Ryan early in 2008. Maybe. I would say. <laughs> I ain't changing it. I'm not changing it. There hasn't been. There hasn't been. I can say late in the season. As yeah. teams feel as the as the media realizes your team is good, they start to cover it more, but not before the season. Oh no! Yeah, I, I mean, I, after after Matt Ryan's first career pass was a fucking eighty yard touchdown, I was like, oh shit, he's a real deal. You know what I'm saying? I was on that um, back then, what 2008, but uh, back in 2001 when we drafted Vic, and we already knew it was going to be excitement in Atlanta. That's the last time I was uh really excited. 14. He's not going to be broke back. <laughs> More say these Ed Reed. Think about the Ravens fans. Big Ed, it's a good, it's a good comment right there. Think about the oh. Ravens fans with Ed Reed knowing that you're walking to that stadium with those Reed jerseys. You knew most passes 30, 40 yards down the field. Well, if Reed got beat, try. you're lucky. Don't even As try. a running back, if you made it past him on some juke move shit, you're lucky. 
But when Ed Reed tapped in, when Suggs tapped in, when Lewis tapped in, you couldn't get it. Couldn't stop him. JB's already been tapped in. Mm. It's been that. Now he's coming to the Falcons. But I be watching these videos of some of these players like, man, when the folks to put them helmets on, them folks turn into dogs, man. <laughs> like Grady be so nice in the interviews, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I just want to go ahead and my team, man, you know what I'm saying? When I put an interview, when you put that helmet on, man, we pushing people out of the way. Get the fuck out of here. You get the fuck out of here. I be like, yo, that ain't the Grady that was just in the interview. Bruh. Hey, that's the way it needs to be. That's where it needs to be. JB been that. Go look at his tape. Go back and look at some of the Cincinnati Bengals film last year and the year before that. He's roaming the field. He's communicating with the other safety. He's telling cornerbacks what to do. He's talking to the linebackers. The play is the play starts. There he goes with the pick. There he goes with a pass deflection. There he goes with a bat down. You gonna sit there and say, "Yo, we've been missing this in Atlanta for years." Well, because I don't know how we win. Richie Grant has the potential to be great. I had to watch games over to realize that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was driving the second round for a reason. Like, my guy, he got the, the skills are there, but he also been playing on a defense that ain't gave him, did him no favors since he came to the league. So let's let's see. Just like uh Jeff Okuda. Uh this is gonna be the best defenses they've played on in the NFL since they've been in the NFL. So let's see. If everybody help everybody, each one teach one type stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's greatness ahead. One time for the one timers. One time. Arc Andrews here in the chat. Lisa Shepard, big Ant. Big Ant said, Richie Grant is more of the thumper. That's what you'll yeah. need. You'll need this. Hey, Richie, you might want to bulk up a little bit this year in the weight room because if I'm catching interceptions, we're making the tackles. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Just on that type of tip. You know, we joke around a lot here, too. And well, Richie, Richie is the thumper. He won in the box and stuff like that. So, yeah. I had to point out that we're joking about that, too, as well, because I would have a fan go to the camp and say, hey, Richie, you ain't making no tackles this year. That's what they said on one time for the fan. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I think Richie would be more in the box this year. Um, and, you know, but that's the thing. Jesse can play in the box, too. So it's just this is from, beautiful. From what I'm seeing with the with Jesse from Cincinnati, this Falcons team and Richie Grant, I'm putting Jesse up more and giving Richie more free space to roam. That's what I'm, that's what I'm leaning towards. But then again, I'm not the coach. Yeah, coaches, you, know you got so, eyes on them. They can see exactly what they excel in and where they're going to go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Out of, out of your Falcon mind is here in the chat. Archangel is here in the chat. ATOGA yeah. Faithful is here. Everybody, here. all the Falcon content creator, man. Love y'all, man. Love they're what y'all in. do. They're checking in. Jesse Bates' favorite interception. We went over that. The fan chat is lit. We went over that. Uh, we got about 60 days um till the NFL season. Bodie, how are you feeling right now knowing that kickoff is around the corner? Man, I mean, 60 days is that what it's two months? I mean, it's, it's, it's nowhere, it's gonna go nowhere, it's gonna be coming up so fast. And then the preseason starts even sooner than that, maybe like what a month before that, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, like, football is, is basically here. Think about it. It's, it's basically here. Like in a couple of short couple of weeks, training camp is going to start. Then preseason. Then we're going to see how uh, which one of these which these players going to make the roster. Which we're going to have some surprises because we got a lot of good players that's not going to be able to make the fifty three. You mentioned the surprises. What should fans be ready for? What surprise? 
not saying that you know everything, like you're in the war room with Terry, but as a fan, what, what would surprise you this so far going to training camp? Um, a lot of the front, you know, we got so many good front seven players. Um, I don't know if all of them going to make it. I mean, let's be real. I mean, you know, we, we know the ones that are going to make it. Let's be real. But, uh, I mean, it's just – we just got – we're fighting, like you said in a, a show before. Um, we pretty much know who's going to start, so to speak, for the most part, like 90% of the team. Well, there's a couple – Close to about like, 85% sure of who the yeah. starting 11 is on both sides of the ball. Right, yeah. We're looking at the guard, left guard, and then what else? Um, I mean, I think wide receiver two, I would say, is locked up with uh, uh, the guy we signed from Oakland, but uh, at Las Vegas. But um, you never know. You just mm-hmm. never know. So um, it's going to be some surprises. I, I can't really say what because mm-hmm. it's a surprise. I mean, I don't know. I'd be surprised too. You know, mm-hmm. but it's going to be something. Bodie's definitely hitting. Um everything on point right now when he talks about some of these surprises that could happen in the next couple of weeks. The team is stacked. And Grandizer also mentioned, you know, when was the last time you seen this type of hype around the Falcons before the season starts? And I'm like, man, it's been a while as a fan yeah. because social media has been a big part of, you know, the NFL and everybody's lives. And you can kind of track back to even when the Super Bowl was here. When the Falcons were winning is when the media started jumping on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Before the season started, we was another team just like any other team in the NFL. I didn't yep. hear the, oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, that team is ready. They're destined for great. I didn't hear that. Now, week eight, week nine, oh, the reports started coming in. Hey, you Falcon fans, you better be prepared for this playoff game. Hell, you better be prepared for the Super Bowl. Yeah. You have an MVP quarterback right now. Absolutely, yeah. You heard that. Grandizer, I'm glad you brought up the question. That's why we let Falcons fans know. Bring your questions and comments to the chat because we will use this to feed off of it. Going into this year, look how much hype has been built around the Falcons. Is it the division being so bad? Other teams not improving, really? Panthers haven't really improved. They got Adam Thielen. The Bucs really took a step back. They're in cap hell. Shout out to Brady. I never will say that again, but you damn near robbed the Bucks. So <laughs> you put him in the situation. Appreciate that. And then New Orleans, the crawfish, the crawfish etouffee ain't the same. <laughs> I don't know what seasoning they're using in the crawfish etouffee. Etouffee. <laughs> but it ain't the same when Drew Brees was there. I don't know what y'all been seeing. Hey. I'm going to tell you what I saw. And every time I go to New Orleans, what I've been seeing ever since Drew Brees gone. And I told them that when Drew Brees was gone, I said, it's over. It's over. On the corner of Bourbon and Canal, I was yelling to all the Saints fans, it's over. Uh, he took the etouffee recipe with him. That man said, get the fuck out of here. We going. I'm going to Purdue. Assistant coaching job. You going to fucking crawfish. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Archbishop, you stay here. You in trouble. Got to go. <laughs> All them Saints fans sitting there watching the podcast. Did he mention the Art Bishop? <laughs> I know Hold he called my Arch. Hold on, Woody. Hold on, Woody. Let me get the burner. <laughs> Hell, real. Who is RB2? If you're going off your list, I'm going 
I'll tell you something. Here's the funny thing. I mean, People going to hate me for this. Bijan's RB1. I mean, I don't see why. Bijan is a franchise. I don't know if y'all understand that. Your rookie's RB1, Bodie? Bijan is a franchise. That's franchise. He is, let's be real. He can do everything. He is the most talented offensive player we have right now. And he ain't took a snap yet. He's the franchise. His face is going to be on every billboard when it comes to the Falcons. It's like so, Mike Vick was. So Bijan, Tyler, CP. But that's the thing, though. I hate putting at this day and age, it's 2023. I don't like putting labels on it. You can just say he's going to play. You know, I wouldn't say RB1, RB2. It's just going to be a split between Tyler and Bijan. But, you know, I think they're just going to have a nice little game plan. You know what I'm saying? It's funny that we're talking about RB2. Hell Rail, shout out to Hell Rail in the chat. Hit that like yeah. button, hit that share button, hit that subscribe button. I personally button. think that Ty, uh, Kyle Pitts is wide receiver one. <laughs> personally. So, check this out. Because Falcon fans, I love to talk Falcons football. Right. And we done went over. Let me just go over the itinerary for tonight because we have a couple minutes left before the show wraps up. Jesse Bates, we talked about that. Oh, Rome's good. Check this out. <laughs> Shout, they gonna love this. Check this out. Since we're gonna go to the share screen, can we see it now? Yes. It's our buddy Scott Carissick. Hey, remember he was on the podcast? Hey, there he is. Oh, Scott. What's up, Scott? That man knows his stuff. He definitely does. Scott put something up recently, and if you don't, if you definitely follow Scott's page, um, you'll see him talk about the Falcons a lot. And he definitely puts up a lot of information when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons on depth chart, um, news updates, all that type of stuff. And he's very good mm-hmm. at what he does. Shout out to Scott. Bodie has been snooping around Twitter, obviously. <laughs> but he brought this to our attention in the chat about Scott Karisic's projected training camp roster and depth chart heading into the camp. And, of course, camp is right around the corner, so we'll kill two Two topics with one stone here. Training camp does start in the next couple of weeks. Color Go ahead, coded. Bodie. I was just saying, I just love how you got it color-coded when it comes to the uh, – you see all the colors correlate with how they played last season via uh, PFF, I believe. Yes. It's just, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to look at. And this is the cool thing about people that go in-depth with certain things, and that's why we give shout-outs to Scott Karisic, Lisa Shepard, uh, people from Blockendary, Savion. Um, I can keep going down the list of people who just spend time doing things like this when it comes yeah. to helping fans out um, yeah. on that level. Hey, sometimes people see something and they just keep going about their business. They might see the score, say 34-28 Falcons. They don't even care how many sacks Grady got. They don't care how many yards the quarterback got. They can see the score. But other people want to go really in-depth with things and they want to see stuff um, for what it is. If you look down here at the bottom, and this kind of sucks because Twitter won't allow me to make this page um, any better. Um, as you can see, he has his color coded as Bodie says, because it goes over um, the PFF ratings of what they did last season. And of course, some people don't have the color coats because of, you know, either they wasn't playing or they could be a rookie or it could be added uh, to the, to the Falcons team. But as you can see here, going into the, to the, to the um, training camp, hell rail, anybody in the chat, Desmond Ritter is your QB one. We've already established that Heineke is mm-hmm. your two Woodside is your three. Some would say this is Frank's spot right here. Who said that? Sheesh. <laughs> going to running back, 
the running back room, this is where it gets interesting. I said fans might get upset with me, but Bijan is your one. You don't draft the guy in the top 10 and not make him your number one. Just don't. He's your one. But here's what I'm also looking at. If CP is playing more of a wide receiver role, let's just say Bijan's on the field first down. CP's in the slot first down. Is Tyler on the field too, buddy? Bro, the, the, the possibilities are endless. And that's why I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could both, they could both be on the field. They could run some crazy stuff. I mean, I don't even know. I ain't no coach. I, ain't, I don't know. But all I know is we got the opportunity to really open up and get everybody eat because we have a lot of weapons. You, you hear what Bodie said about you can run some crazy stuff? That goes off of some of the schemes what the coaches can run with some of the weapons they have. They have three weapons right here, knowing that if these three guys run the ball, they're probably going to get a first down within the first two or three snaps. Yeah. Bijan is averaging almost five to six coming out of college. CP was three to four last year, and then Tyler was four to five on the ground. You hand off the Tyler first down, you're looking at second and six. You hand off the Bijan second down, you're looking at first and one, first and ten. Mm-hmm. You hand it to CP on that second ten, you're looking at second and six. You hand it to Tyler again, you're probably looking at third and one. You hand it to Bijan, you're probably looking at first and goal. Motherfucker just ran an 80 yard fucking run. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting serious here and I'm starting to curse because I love my Falcons. But if you're looking at the team, if you're looking at the running back room, when Bodie is talking about the crazy schemes, you can come out in a set where when you audible, Bijan is now on one side, CP is now on the other side with Drake or with Pitts, and Tyler is now in the backfield. So now all three of them are in the field. You're going to have defenses pissed off left and right at the weapons the Falcons are putting out here. Mm-hmm. Bodie, looking at this uh, in-depth chart from Scott Karisic, what else is uh, are, are you looking at that's surprising fans need to be getting uh, ready for when it comes to training camp? Um, I mean, you know, the offense, it just, I mean, that's, that's just, they're just deep. Uh, people don't realize how deep we are, how big the Scott Miller, uh, acquisition was like, that's a big deal. Like this man had, uh, when they went to the Super Bowl, the Bucks did when they won the Super Bowl, Scotty Miller had like 700 receiving yards and y'all don't even realize that. Like, with the Bucks. With the Bucks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Scotty Miller was like that. Okay. Now, why he fell off, or not fell off, but why he fell back in the Took a step back. back. Um, it's beyond me. I didn't watch Buck football to break that down, but um, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and same with Mac Hollins. Mac Hollins had like 700 receiving yards last season as well. Um, so he's a capable number two. He's not your flashy name, but he is capable of moving the chains. He's a big body receiver. You just throw it up and he go get it. Drake London, you see he got that shade of blue under his name because he was elite last season. He he was an elite talent. And he's only gonna get better with a quarterback that can actually throw him the fucking ball more, <laughs> you know. So and we saw the four games with Ritter and London, the connection they had. Just add two or three more games to that if Ritter was playing. Probably could have had a couple more wins to take us to the playoffs and also could have had London going crazy with the rookie stats. Oh, yeah. But Mariota sold him out. Bodie? Yeah, he definitely did. And then Kyle Pitts, you know, Kyle Pitts went down. He still had a good season. Um, but you know, he, they could have used him more and not 
block no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, coach knows that. I guarantee you, Kyle Pitts won't be blocking a lot. Like, you know, we're going to actually use him the way he's supposed to be used. Uh, we drafted him way too high for that. Um, we just got a lot of weapons. John New Smith right behind him. Best believe he's going to get used too. If you don't know who John New Smith is, you will this season. Y'all, he's going to be a fan favorite too. He's, he's just a fast. He's like a <laughs> big, fast, strong dude. He's a receiving tight end as well. So, I mean, we got weapons out the wazoo. That's what really stands out to me on is our offense. Our offense can really be electric. Falcon fans, so it's good to have Bodie, uh, Desbiana Ellis Bates, Chase on the podcast. <laughs> when we talk Falcons football, we get we get crazy with it. Just imagine Kiki and Chase going over this depth chart right now. We're going to need another hour. Yeah, You feel what I'm saying? I have to bring the joker back up. This Thursday. is big time when it comes to bringing up Scott Karistic's draft board, or not the draft board, uh, depth chart, uh, roster projections going into camp. This is some of the things I'm looking at. I'm not going to lie, all right? I'm with some of the Falcons fans. This wide receiver room, it doesn't look like a Super Bowl wide receiver team. If you're looking at some of these names, some people is like, Hodge, J.J. Arcata, Whiteside, Scotty Miller, and Penny Hart. Falcons, I'm going to win with them. It's what you do on the field with these guys. I think some people are looking at the names and saying, no, no, we can't win with them. Yes, we can. Can we make it to the Super Bowl with these guys? I hope so. But I will say this. You see Kyle Pitts? You got to add him to this mix. Oh, yeah. You see this guy right here, John Lewis Smith? You got to add him to the mix. You mm-hmm. see this guy right here, CP? You got to add him to the mix. You see Tyler and Bichon? You got to add them to the mix. You now see. you're looking at a real complete team. So then the question, the answer of the question changes. Can the Falcons make it to the Super Bowl? Yes, they can. If you're going off of just this wide receiver room, if the Falcons go like a play like a Houston Texan type of ball or play, you know, like a Tennessee type type of ball and just keep it one dimensional on what they want to do, then I can see people saying that wide receiver room can't take us to the playoffs. Can't take it to the to the Super Bowl. No way possible we can get the ball to them. But this is a little bit different. We're throwing Bijan in the mix. You're throwing CP in the mix. You're throwing Kyle Pitts and John Lou Smith in the mix with Drake Holunden, Mac Hollins, and Scotty Miller. So when Cordero Hodge does catch his pass, you will feel a little bit better that he had two targets, one catch for 13 yards versus 15 targets and two catches. Because you'll be like, why do we have Hodge in the game? Why do we have Hodge in the game? He was a gunner, number one. (laughs) (laughs) But... If you're looking at this team, if you're throwing Pitts in the mix, if you're throwing Bijan in the mix, if you're throwing CP in the mix, John Lou Smith, where is Scotty going to be? Where is Mac? Where is Drake? I haven't even mentioned Penny Hart. I didn't mention JJ Arcada. I didn't mention Cordell Hodge. I didn't mention Frank Darby. I didn't mention John Fitzpatrick. Those pieces of those names I just mentioned, they're going to come in and help out every now and then. Our big name players can help you get to the playoffs. Drake London with a Mac Hollins, Scotty Miller, Kyle Piss, and John Lou Smith healthy on the field can win you some games. B. John yeah. Robinson and Tyler and CP in the backfield healthy for 17 games can take you to the playoffs. Yeah. If you're looking at just one room, one position group of the Falcons and saying that this group can't take us to the, to the playoffs, we'll add in a couple more names to that scheme and watch how quick that answer will change. Some people will say the linebacker room is not fit to go out there and win those games. Look at the pieces around the linebackers. Trey Anderson and Caden Ellis and Michael Walker. Y'all ain't heavy on the Michael Walker train, but y'all heavy on that Zoe Carter train. Mm-hmm. Y'all heavy mm-hmm. on that Epicady train. 
Y'all have you on that Grady, Campbell, and Amiata train. Yeah. So it does take away a little bit of you worrying about Michael Walker in some situation because you have other players around the ball who can get after it. And when it's Michael Walker's go, we hope that he's ready to go. But every play doesn't have to go at Michael Walker. You shouldn't be on social media tweeting saying Michael Walker this, that, 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 that. This team is set up to really go win. Looking at this, Bodie mentioned it. There's going to be some surprises. We're going to talk about the training camp coming up a little bit more. You got players that's going to get cut. Some names people might be familiar with. Some names people are not. But I'm telling you, Falco fans, Arthur Smith said it. This is probably the toughest time period to to have a 53. It's yeah, it's so be. tough to make this roster. It's going to be, yeah. And that's the thing. Another thing I know someone uh, in our chat was mentioning about who started. Um, you started Algier. They said the first string and Scott Krizik had Algier and Bijan right there. Mm-hmm. Basically, A, B. You know, they're going to get – they're both going to play. I mean, it ain't even about who's starting. I mean, you know, it, it – I guess it used to be that way, but it's just it's a different time. And you see that we had two different sets of defenses over there. We had El Miato on second string up here, and then in this set he was down there, he was in handing the dirt. So like I mean, it's not necessarily who's starting, you know, what it's just like the the best guy's gonna play. Mm-hmm. And no matter who takes the very first snap of the game or not, you know. So mm-hmm. Starting is kind of like out the window with that. Like Janu Smith was on that first string list, like mm-hmm. because he's going to play, he's going to play a lot. So honestly, every, all of them are starting. Like it just is what it is. When D'Angelo Malone gets a sack this season, I'm not going to look and say, "Oh, that's the backup getting a sack." I'm going to look and say that is a member of the Atlanta Falcons who went out there and did his job. Yeah, it's not going to go into first string, second string, third string. I'm looking at who is out there to go help do their job because a couple games, a couple of seasons ago, y'all didn't even know who most of these players were yeah. from some of these one name, these one year deals we were bringing on people in the door and out the door. Now we have something to be proud of players that we know is getting ready to, if they haven't got their mass contract deal, they're going to get it soon. Mm-hmm. We know that Bates is here for a while, he's here to stay. We know that Grady is here, he's our longtime Falcon, Jake Matthews, he's here. The team is setting up nice. I'm proud of what Arthur Smith and Terry has done. I know it's been two long years of knowing in their heads that they couldn't get it done because one, the cap space, two, all that extra stuff going on with you know Matt Ryan, we got to trade this guy and all that money. And they're bringing in a bunch of one-year deals and a bunch of guys off the street that you hope can go win you 10-plus games. And we was on the brink of it a couple yeah, times. Year. Yeah. And now you got a team that you can be proud of, Falcons fans. I'm, I'm dead serious. Next year. So we can add more to this team. We oh, my gosh. Better. How much money do we have next year? If you're looking for the missing missing pieces this year, it's there. Next year when you got that money. What do you need? A center? Give me the big. Give me the best center in the NFL. Who says we can't get him? Yeah. So what do you need? Big. A wide receiver, too? Diggs, you're a free agent, right? Okay. Hey, we just went to the playoffs. Our quarterback has had like 4,500 yards. What's up? I want to go play with him. Sheesh. Oh, we'll talk about the money later. We got it. <laughs> Falcon fans are lit. Let's get to the chat here. 
before we wrap up the show because it's been a great time talking <laughs> Falcons football with everybody. Lisa Shepard said, that ain't, uh, that ain't told y'all the Falcons fans were eating all their crawfish at two fit. Yeah. <laughs> Bodie, we Bodie wasn't yeah. there. It was was it Chase? It was me and Chase. I wasn't there. I wasn't me, there. Chase, uh, Chase dad, a couple of the people we had just came from dinner right there down the street uh in the French Quarter from the City Hall. And amazing restaurant too. I can't remember the name of it, but I had I picked it out and everybody showed up and we had a great time. But as we were leaving, one of them swamp rats. <laughs> For those listening, that's me sniffing in the mic. One of them little swamp rats. He smelled, he smelled crawfish etouffee. Walking around the streets of Bourbon Street. We walking down this little side row alley. I don't know because New Orleans got them alleys. Gotta be careful down there too as well. Don't get too drunk walking around the streets. You ain't supposed to be on. You'll see it. It goes from sunny over here to night over here real quick. You'll see it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So we're just standing there in the corner. We're talking. We're getting ready to make a decision on what we want to do. And out of the darkness lurks a swamp rat. He can't, just like that, too. He came, came swamping in there. So he says, Hey, 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 I know y'all ain't out here on the corner. Some block. He said, They're my block, baby. <laughs> And then I'm talking to Chase. I'm turning to Chase, and I'm like, Chase, don't do this. Let me handle it. I got this. So we started talking, and I guess, you know, tensions died down a little bit. He wasn't tripping as much as we thought he was. Chase is ready. Chase is like, yo, we can, let's go. Let's go. You swing first. I'm right behind you. Like, hold on. Let's talk about this. But yeah, Buddy was so I he was so hyped up to let us know that he is tired of stepping outside his lair. Lair. <laughs> wherever them, them swamp rats lurk. And seeing Falcon fans everywhere during Falcon Saint Week in New Orleans. So he said, We down here gambling up, as he said, gambling up all the gambling. <laughs> and eating up all of our crawfish at Touffet. I don't know how to respond, buddy. He caught me. Because yeah, I'm on the gamble stuff. I'm is. trying to stop him. And then he said crawfish at Touffet. And I turned to Chase and I said, damn, we sure is eating up on a lot of that damn crawfish at Touffet. Yeah, like it's all his at or something. That man, you would have swore that he was the gatekeeper of the crawfish at Touffet. <laughs> And Bodie, you know, looking at a menu in New Orleans, you're gonna see what crab cakes, po' boys, and crawfish at two crawfish at two <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So you Falcon fans looking at that menu like, uh, I'm gonna try the, the crawfish at two You better try yeah, that shit. Is uh, you know, I'm a I'm a sub now. I was like, yeah, crawfish eat tofu. <laughs> so. Not you, Tofi. <laughs> One time for the fan. If you've never been to the New Orleans Falcon fans, go down there, have a good time. Um, they make it a rivalry with all the trash talking and everything. But once you sit down, enjoy your food, gamble, drink, party, they totally forget about the game. Bodie, you can 
you can tell them they just forget about it. You're in there partnering with people from New Orleans, Saints fans. They don't care about that stuff like that, y'all. When it's game day, they'll talk a little trash here and there. But after that game, win or lose, that second line is coming down the street. They don't care. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. So you might hear that trash talk online. Them folks are second lining straight from the stadium back to their house. They in the car. Second line on their ass on the home. You know how it mm-hmm. is. Twirling that umbrella. Carlo Wiggins said, Tyler is our dog, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, that's why I say 1A, 1B. Mm-hmm. Be right there. Wallace Smith, we want to uh Oh, we won't know until the season starts who's number one, uh, running back one or running back two, and it really doesn't matter. matter. As Bodie was saying, sometimes, like how people say, Mike Hollins is the number two. All right, on paper, he's the number two, but he ain't getting number two snaps. Hell, Kyle Pitts out there. He ain't getting number two targets either. CP's out there, but when he comes into the game on the depth chart, he's number two. So, Bijan could be number one. Tyler could be number one. CP could be number one. Who's going to go out there and help us win? I keep telling y'all this, and I ain't trying to be rude, but I could be the quarterback three for the Falcons. I've told you this too many times that there is footage of me throwing 80 yards on the run. It was Matter of fact, I didn't even tell y'all. It was raining that day. Outside game. Let me break it down to you. Didn't you tell this damn I woke up that morning. This is how you subscribe. I had cereal for breakfast. I was supposed to eat eggs. And bacon, but I had cereal. But that's besides the point. I remember it being a cold, rainy. I didn't want to get to it. <laughs> Alarm just went it, was a, it was a cold day in August. <laughs> Shut up. Deshaun said, I stomp you guys again. Yeek. I knew the song, man. I didn't know the artist. He heard me say he Wingo. Made one song. He heard me say Wingo. Yeah, you stopped him. <laughs> I knew Wallace Smith said, no, that is not Felipe's spot because he's not a QB anymore. He's listed as a tight end only. So here's the funny thing about Franks. If you're putting Franks in that tight end spot as your tight end four, and we know what happened last year. You had Rainey, you had Hesse, you had Kyle Pitts injury, and 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 with the Pruitt situation too as well. Pruitt came in, showed up. This year, you're looking at Kyle Pitts, you're looking at John Lewis Smith, you're looking at Parker Hesse. Mm-hmm. And it's possibly going to be Felipe Franks, Wallace Smith. Yeah. The situation that happened last year with Franks coming in and playing some QB3, too, as well, is because the Falcons love Franks to where a lot of fans remember Franks playing college football, quarterback, too, as well, coming to the NFL playing tight end, and also getting a snap or two at quarterback. Yeah, he took some that, wildcat snaps. Uh, that, the wildcat snaps. That bullshit was trash. That was, I don't know what the hell that was. The new <laughs> NFL rule that allows teams to have that quarterback three position, let's just say the Falcons was to pick up a solid enough tight end who can play uh, tight end three or tight end four. Don't forget about Fitzpatrick. Does Fitzpatrick make this team? Working out with Desmond Ritter in the summer too as well. So let's just say they go with Pitts, Smith, Fitzpatrick, and Hesse. Does mm-hmm. that cut Franks? I don't think so. I think Franks now goes and takes that QB3 spot from Logan Woodside. They oh, love yeah. Franks. 
Love, well, I'd rather have Logan. They love Franks for some strange reason. They love Franks. And if he's not going to be the tight end three or four, he's going to be the QB three. Frank got tape on the coach or something. Now, <laughs> shout out to Wallace Smith, too, as well, for raising that uh, uh, comment to us because a lot of fans would think that Franks is going to make this team as a tight end, which is possible. But I'm still keeping the door open that they love that damn wildcat specialist play randomly with Franks. Mm-hmm. And they can fill him in somewhere with this type of team. I think they're probably talking about it. Like, hey, look, Franks can probably get us a I couple, better, couple plays this year. I better not see him at Wildcat QB. I'm going to break some shit. I'm just putting it out here. <laughs> just putting it out there. I think if it's not tight end three, it's going to be QB three. If it's not tight end three, it's going to be a waiver wire. Sheesh. I don't see Franks leaving. I don't see Franks leaving this team this season. <laughs> I think, I think they just have the it. Squad. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think him, I don't even see him on that practice squad too. That's the problem. Like I I'm see sorry. him, see him on the sideline week one. Sideline, I see him. Yeah, in that, in that not with a towel and and a, and a and a the jacket. No, see him. They pay him to stay home. Suited and booted. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. I don't so, know how. It's possible we'll see what happens now with Frank's coming training camp. No, he's gonna be one of your surprise cuts. <laughs> they sent the man to Germany. I don't think they cut him. I don't think they cut him. Shit. Shit. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna raise a discussion about Felipe Franks. We're all diehard fans here in the chat. I think everybody here understands that. I ain't praying on that man downfall. No, funny. I don't never pray on nobody's downfall. It's n- never that, never <laughs> that. But people always have jokes about. There's three players Falcons fans have jokes about: it's Frank Darby, Felipe Franks, and J- Jalen Mayfield. <laughs> Jalen Mayfield, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. We. <laughs> I think everybody knows that. Yeah. Woo, Wallace Lord. Smith, diehard Falcon fan. Y'all keep on thinking that they love Felipe because they wouldn't have brought Woodside back. He's not even getting snaps with the QBs anymore. This information is true from what well, the OTS... y'all. is his ass. What the information we have seen and heard is that Wallace... Not, not Wallace Smith. Felipe Franks is not at OTAs um, getting snaps with the first team. From what we <laughs> see on the training field outside from what people can see. But we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I do think. <laughs> I I swear. Why are we? They have something up their sleeve for Felipe Franks. Hell no. Not saying no. this guy is going to be the greatest Falcon ever. <laughs> We're going to get a hundred snaps this year. But I'm just saying something is in their plan. Something in the back of their mind <sighs> is saying, "How can we get Felipe Franks involved somewhere on this team?" All right, in a month when he gets cut, I don't hit anything. <laughs> Wallace Smith. The battle is on. The battle for Felipe Franks. There ain't no battle. Will he or will he not make the roster? We will see. Jesus. <laughs> but Wallace Smith, we've chatted before. You're a diehard Atlanta Falcon fan. I'm we know you, you're going to be there supporting the Falcons. If we ain't talking about Felipe Franks or we are talking about Felipe Franks, Wallace Smith, I know you are a true diehard supporter of the Atlanta yeah. Falcons. Um, Falcon fans here in the chat, Falcon fans listening. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're listening from, uh, wherever you're watching from, we do thank y'all. Um, 
Now, this is this this is this is it right here because we don't even talk about John anymore. I just said that if Felipe don't beat out Fitzpatrick, he's gonna be cut. That's the that's one of the the battles you have to watch going into camp. Tight end three, tight end four. Mm. Who is gonna be your nickel? Who is gonna be your um your third safety? Who is playing alongside Troy Anderson? We're gonna see a lot of this coming going forward. People will say Caden Ellis, people will say Michael Walker. Some people saying Tay Davis. Yeah. Tay Davis? We haven't even mentioned Tay Davis here on the channel. But Falcon fans, just be prepared for what's getting ready to happen uh, in the next couple of weeks. We will be at training camp. We will be there bringing as much content as you can, as we can to the YouTube, to Twitter, wherever we can post it. So be prepared for what we have to do that week. But one time for the fan. Bodie, this has been great. Yeah, we got a chance to talk Falcons football. Absolutely, with, uh, all the diehard Falcon fans. USA and Canada is still playing zero zero. Yeah, I'm sure we have some uh, Canadian supporters and some people here that like watching uh, USA soccer. But uh, oh, no doubt, it's gonna be a good one. Buddy, what you got, man? We getting ready to wrap up this show here for tonight. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Man. Shout out Wallace Smith. We on the same page, brother. He don't beat out Fitzpatrick. Snip snip. Anyway, shout out to uh, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody who tuned in tonight, man. Shout out to uh all the one timers. Y'all are loyal to us. Y'all come, y'all watch our show every week, man. I just I just appreciate y'all, man. I, just, I do it for great fans like y'all, man. I just sit back here, I just be talking. Just be talking. We'll just be talking Falcons football. We love this team, so man, I just I just appreciate y'all. I'm not going nowhere. I'll be here. So hashtag Team Felipe Franks. Hey, wait a minute, now. You, you ruined it. Now. You ruined it. How you gonna put that on the end of mine? <laughs> oh hell. Okay. All right. Woo. Wee. Falcon fans, Falcon fans, Falcon fans. Once again, episode 112 is now in the books. We thank everybody for being a part of this tonight. YouTube, can't Facebook. Believe. What's up, buddy? Can't believe we talked 10 minutes about Felipe Franks. <laughs> it's what the chat wants. It says right here, go to the chat. It says right here. It definitely says go to the chat. For the chat, they say, hey. Oh, Felipe. No, that was you. Wallace Smith. Until the next <laughs> podcast. I ain't going to hear the end of this. I'm going to be like, say, bro, uh, oh. you, you, you really talked 10 minutes about about Felipe Franks, big, big yeah. bro? That's going to be the running joke of the week in the chat that we have. The one time for the fan chat. We just talk about say this something. man. Wallace Smith. Felipe Franks. Wallace Smith, we thank you. <laughs> We thank you. It's fans like you, Wallace Smith, that give us content. So continue showing up to these cats. Continue showing up to these podcasts and give us something that we can talk about. Because I'm on Team Felipe Franks around this month. Oh, God. That's my dog. That's my dog. I can't change the channel. I'm on the show. One time for the fan. That is true, uh, Wallace Smith. I did bring it up when I was talking about the um, the depth chart uh, for Felipe, but 
Last time we'll mention Felipe's name tonight. I promise Felipe won't be mentioned again. Um, one time for the fan. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back on Thursday night with the crew talking Falcons football. Please, please, everybody be safe. Enjoy your week. We want everybody in the Benz week one. Uh, we want everybody at training camp if you can make it. And we want everybody at the Super Bowl um, where we're winning it and we're showing up on Peachtree for the parade. So, Falcon fans, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see y'all Thursday at 8. Rise up. Rise up. One love, one time. And rise up. <laughs> I did I did it perfectly to where the chair spins, too. Did you see that shit? Oh, yeah. You'd have fell out that chair. I would have laughed. Hey, budget's going up. What's through. this check comes? Getting a brand new Falcon. I just went. <laughs> I got the colors, you see. One time for the